Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. It's Mama J here in your sweet little ears once again for Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio. That little thing I like to call slut radio. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 15. I'll let you guys decide why I've called it the meh podcast. I don't know what the weather is doing where you guys are. I, I don't. I, I, I don't watch the Weather Channel on a regular basis at all. But I'm in one of those places where the weather, for the most part, is behaving. The weather is not behaving in a lot of places. It's doing strange things. My hope is that this podcast finds all of you and your loved ones well and warm and snug and comfortable. Who out there noticed my big goof last week? I'm curious. No, I uh, I did. I released the Cougar Tracks podcast a whole day early. I sat down on Wednesday and I was writing up the notes and I said, and I even said it out loud because I'm I'm that person. Yeah, I talk to myself, especially at my age when I tend to forget things. Saying it out loud reinforces it in my memory. So it's one of those little memory hacks that I have, which is why I talk to myself so often and I just forget Anyway, <laughs> it's a vicious, vicious, vicious circle. I sat down on Wednesday. I, I was working on the notes and I said out loud, I said, well, you just have to work on the notes today. That's all you have to do. That's it. Just just do the notes and you're fine. So I was really pumped about the notes and what I had. And I went ahead and I went straight from my note writing to setting up the mic and the headphones and doing the podcast. And then I got all sidetracked with trying to get music behind the podcast. I couldn't get it to work right. So long story short, I went ahead and I got so wrapped up in the whole music issue that I forgot what day it was. Yeah, I thought it was the day to release the podcast. I thought it was Friday morning instead of Thursday morning. I had stayed up late on Wednesday night into Thursday morning. And for some reason, possibly because I've been running late with my podcast more often than not, for some reason, I thought I was supposed to be uploading the podcast and getting it out for you guys. So that's what I went ahead and did. I forgot the day. Now, you would think that having that Boys of Barstool calendar would give me a reason to look at it, but I look at it and then I forget it's a calendar. So I need to get it and use it. Speaking of the Boys of Barstool, yeah, you didn't think you were going to get off that easy, did you? Mm -hmm. There is no easy getting off with me. <laughs> no. Dave Portnoy. It's time for my Dave segment shout out, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's not a long shout out per se today, but it, it of course has a Mama J story to go with it. So settle in, kick back, relax. So uh, Dave Portnoy, I went to the boys house this weekend and my friend Miles was there, and he asked me, he said, do you know who David Beckham is? And I laughed, and I said, oh, 
Yum. Yeah, I know who David Beckham is. Why? He said, okay. He said, I have something for you. And he, he's messing around on his phone and, and doing things. And I'm just kind of standing there waiting to see what he's got going on. I'm trying to be patient. And he says, okay. He says, I just sent you something on Instagram. So I went and I looked. It was a picture of David Beckham at a shindig in Miami, Florida. And he was posing in a picture with none other than El Prez himself. Yes, my babies, Dave Portnoy. So my friend Miles, knowing my lust for Dave Portnoy and hearing of my lust for David Beckham, decided to make me very, very happy and send me this picture, which I screenshot and I am now sitting here looking at on my phone because, oh my God, it is so yummy. I have to tell you. Okay, so it's got David Beckham and he is wearing black pants and a white t-shirt and it sets off his tats just so beautifully. He's a beautiful, beautiful specimen of a man. He he really, really is. And he's got this look on his face like almost as if he's a king of old and he's bored and he wants someone to entertain him. And then on his right, and they've got their, you know, their arms kind of around each other like guys do when they pose in pictures on David Beckham's right is yummy, yummy Dave Portnoy, and he is wearing jeans and a black t-shirt and a black leather jacket. He's got the bad boy look going on here, and he has a big, big, happy Dave Portnoy smile on his face, so he's just all welcoming, and then there's David Beckham, like, entertain me. Mm. But, uh, yes, so Miles made me very happy sending me this, this, uh, Instagram. And like I said, I did take a screenshot of it. I'm thinking about making it my lock screen picture on my phone. So we'll, we'll have to see. I, I may do that. It's a very yummy picture. And I love the fact that, uh, we've got one in white and one in black. So we've got a good guy and a bad guy. And it's so funny it's just so funny. So I've got the David and the Dave standing next to each other. And oh, how I wish I were in between them. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> so that was my Dave Portnoy shout out with an added lovely dash of David Beckham. So that that's that's yummy. And I'm going to yeah, I'm going to look at that picture a lot. So uh, anyway, do you remember a few weeks ago, uh, it was right before the Super Bowl, I went to dinner with a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in quite a while. He is in grad school and uh, we had to catch up. We really had to. And he he had some free time. Well, one of the things that, you know, when you catch up with somebody, one of the things that he asked me, he said, what have you been up to? So I, I told him some of the things that I had been up to, and I included Slut Radio. I just gave him a brief overview of the podcast. I didn't try to get him to listen. I didn't, you know, I tried not to talk too much about it, because I found out with my inner circle 
that people do get tired of hearing me go on about my passion, that it does get old, it does wear on the nerves. And most of my friends do not choose to listen to my podcast for their own reasons. And that is absolutely fine. I I understand that podcast wise, they may not want to hear what I have to say. And that's okay. Because they have, you know, like I've said about Dee Dee, there's a there's a certain motherly image of me that she has, she does not listen to my podcast either. I am fine with that. I'm absolutely fine. So I didn't push my friend to listen to it at all. I didn't even mention his listening to it, but I told him about it and I told him I was passionate about it and he was very supportive of me. Well, he sent me a text today. He, uh, he had to go to Nashville from Knoxville to Nashville and it was a round trip. He was only going to be there in Nashville for like an hour. He, he just had to run an errand and then he had to come straight back to Knoxville. It's a tedious trip. If you don't, if you're just going to be in Nashville doing an errand and you have to turn around and come back, that's just a pain in the ass trip is all it is. So he had a lot of time to kill and he decided to listen to Slut Radio. I was so excited. He gave me some feedback and it was, it was very positive feedback. I'm so happy. He gave me a suggestion for something in the future that I really can't wait for. I really can't wait to do it. By the way, it, and it made him laugh. He, he had to share that with me. He said he, he had to uh, be careful while he was driving at one point because he was laughing so much. So that really made me feel good. But the thing that really made me feel good, and it's the same thing, it's the same feeling I get when I think about you guys. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you look like. And that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is that you are choosing me. And I, I, you're, you're giving me your time, which is very valuable and very precious. Your time is worth a lot and you are choosing to spend some of that time with me. It's, it, it means a lot to me and I thank you for it. And that's what he did. He chose to do that. He didn't do it because I made him feel guilty for not listening. He did it for the reason that you did. He was curious about something that I had to say he wanted to know what I had to say. He wanted to hear my podcast. And he listened and he laughed and he enjoyed it. And I love him. Thank you, baby. You know who you are. And I love you, not just because of this. I love you because of who you are. So are you guys ready to hear about my Saturday? Do you remember what Saturday was supposed to be? <laughs> well, to catch you up, the last time we were all together was the Cougar Tracks podcast. And I had told you about this gentleman that I met online, and he and I had been texting back and forth. Well, the texting continued. Uh, he got in touch with me on Friday evening. And at the same time I was talking with him, the boys were also blowing me up in two separate conversations. So I've got two conversations with my kiddos that are going on. And then 
I've got dude. And we'll just say that he and I, you guys would have been proud of me. I think we were sexting. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were sexting. It was really hot. Um, But that's what we were doing. And I, I had, so I had this, this, triple x-rated conversation going on and i had these two g-rated conversations going on and i am notoriously bad for hitting the send button very fast i type very fast and i hit that send button way too fast and i have done this before i've mixed conversations up I've typed out a conversation and luckily those were G-rated conversations. So I was juggling these three conversations and one of them was very, very, very X-rated. Luckily, I didn't send anything to the boys that said anything about me riding dick until dawn, you know, or or anything like that. Oh, I'm going to give you the best blowjob you've ever had, baby. I, number one, I don't say things like that because I don't know what kind of blowjobs they've had. There's always one out there that's better than me. So there's that. And I can't remember what number two was. So there. Okay. (laughs) But I was very careful with juggling the conversations. I, I, I managed to not insult or surprise anyone. And um, when dude and I got done texting, we had agreed to meet on Saturday afternoon. And I was going to text him when I was ready. And then we were going to decide on a time and a place to meet. And we wanted to do it as publicly as possible for, you know, for, for safety reasons for both of us. And, and that's something that I'm going to talk to you about here in just a minute. Safety, 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 safety. So Saturday rolled around and I, I was very nervous because even with all the fun that he and I had had with our sexting and our, our, just the conversations and texting and getting to know one another a little bit, I was still very nervous because we had established that this was going to be a booty call, not a date. We had established that, but he kept asking me relationshipy kind of things. So I was very nervous about this date that wasn't a date that was really a booty call, but did he know it was just a booty call? So I was nervous about it. And I decided, you know, fuck doing the laundry or whatever. I would go ahead and get my shower and get ready, even if I was five hours early getting ready. So I went ahead and I did that. I got ready. I shaved my legs. I did my hair, I did my face. I had told him because it was it was cold here on Saturday. I had told him that I wasn't going to uh like dress up. I was going to just dress for the weather. I did go ahead and put on my pretty pretty panties. But uh, I didn't tell him that, but I did it. I I like to do that when I wear uh you know kind of guy looking clothes or whatever my casual clothes I like to have pretty undies on it's it's one of those things and I got I got everything ready to go and I finally texted dude I said something along the lines of okay I'm ready do you still want to meet 
So in this time that uh, I was getting ready and I sent him the one text, the boys had also been texting me and I had been texting them back. Two of the boys were out and about and um, they, they were really, really, really wanting to see me because they were the ones, two of them, the two that were out and about were the ones that had been sick with COVID, which is why they were out and about. Their quarantine was over and they actually went to our little watering hole and they had a drink to celebrate being over the COVID. So they were texting me this whole time telling me I needed to come out. I needed to come out. And I told them, well, no, I've got a date slash booty call. They, they were fine with that. And even though they were fine with it, they kept telling me what a good time they were having and everything else. And at one point, the third one texted me saying that I needed to come over because they were going to grill. And at that point, I had already texted dude, and I was kind of pacing the house at this point. You know, I didn't have anything to do, and I, I didn't, I didn't want to, I did not want to send him a second text. At this point, it had already been close to an hour since I had sent the text. I didn't want to send another text. So I told the boys, I said, okay. I will go ahead and come over. The deciding factor about this was where the boys live is really close to where this dude and I were going to meet. So that was the deciding factor. I was already ready to go. I haven't seen the boys anyway. And the boys live close to where I was going to be. So, you know, this just seemed like two birds with one stone, that thing. So I got to the boys' house. And, you know, I was, I was happy to see them and everybody gave me hugs and they had been so worried about me. And luckily I didn't get sick. I don't know how I didn't get sick, but I did not get sick. And they had been very worried about me. They were telling me how good it was to see me. And I was telling them the same thing. And I was telling them how good they looked because, you know, like I said, two of them had had COVID and the third one had had a a horrible, nasty stomach bug. And I told them, I said, it's so good to be back home. They knew that I had a date slash booty call and they were okay with whatever amount of time that I could give them. I have to say, I, at this point, I was really out of practice with being around people and my senses kind of got overloaded there. You know, like I said, there were the hugs and the boys were actually talking to me and carrying on conversation. It was really, really, really wonderful. We, we listened to music. One of the boys and I, I have to say, I'm going to kind of gloss over it. I'm not going to give details, but uh, one of the boys and I had had some harsh words, but you know what happened? You know what happened? We hugged it out. We hugged it out, bitches. Yes. Yes, we did. We did. And, um, I can't say the same for dude. Can't say the same for him. I still haven't heard from him. The boys did help me formulate a second text that I sent him. It was something along the lines of, I hope everything's okay or or something like that. 
uh, please drop me a text. And I still haven't heard from him. So all I can do, I guess, is hope that he's not dead because he was older than me. But uh, I have a feeling he just ghosted me. Sucks, but what are you going to do? Um, now, this brings me to a question that I have. I know I am a middle-aged woman. I know that booty calls and texting are things that are not typically associated with a middle-aged woman. So uh, please understand that, you know, when it comes to texting and then booty calls, I may not have the rules right. I don't know what what etiquette there is for booty calls and what texting etiquette there is. I know that there is some texting etiquette because the, the boys have told me, please stop blowing me up. And they've had to explain what that means and, and, and things like that. So I'm okay with all that. But I need to know, dude, is there a rule for booty calls that that says that you can just totally flake on somebody? I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. Okay, I have a list of rules. I have I actually have it broken down into three little lists of rules. And I'm going to share those with you now. I've got rules for going out and meeting someone for the first time. And this is anybody. This is a male. This is a female. This is a booty call. This is a date. This is a drug dealer. This is, you know, this is whoever you're meeting for the first time. Even if you're not nervous about it, the the very first thing I want you to do is to tell one of your friends about this person. Even if they have told you not to tell anybody about them, you need to let somebody know that you are going out with dude and, you know, you are meeting at the Motel 6 and you're going to be in room 312 or whatever. I, I don't even know. Um, I have done this. Uh, do you remember me telling you about my voyeur friend? Well, he lives in another town and I went and stayed in a hotel for two nights. And I had told one of my Knoxville friends, I've actually told two of them. I had a backup in place, but I had told two of them where I was going and what I was doing. And I, I gave one of them actually the hotel name, my room number, my, I think I gave them my license plate number and I gave them the contact information for my friend out there. Um, and I, I told my friend in Knoxville, I said, all right, now I'm going to be checking in with you on a daily basis. If you haven't heard from me by about, you know, seven o'clock at night, call me or text me, make sure that I'm okay. And if you don't hear from me, I want you to call the police. And I, I meant that. So, but you don't, you don't have to say, call the police. You can say, I want you to call my brother. 
you can also come up with a code word because I'm and I'm serious about this. Dude, you don't know what kind of sick people are out there in this world. And if if you have a chance, if your phone rings and this is the only chance that you've got, you need to have a code word that you can tell your friend you are in danger. And whatever the code word is, it can be hippopotamus, you know, it can be marijuana, whatever. I I don't care what your code word is, but find a way to work it into a text, find a way to work it into a conversation and make sure your friend knows the code word. That's an important part. If you start talking about hippopotamuses and she just, you know, thinks you're going to a zoo or something, well, you're in deep shit. So, that's that's my number one rule is to give all this information to someone else. They have to know. There's a nifty little feature if you've got an iPhone. There is a nifty neato little feature if you go to uh, one of your text conversations and you tap on the person's avatar up at the top of the text you're going to get, let me pull my phone up and tell you exactly what you're going to get. Okay, so I tap on their name and I get this little, this little drop down. It says audio, so I can call them, FaceTime, and info. So I can call somebody, I can FaceTime somebody, or I can I can look at their info. What does this do? So on my iPhone, I have pressed info and it takes me to a lovely, lovely little page where I can share my location and send my current location. You can share your location with somebody who has an iPhone but yeah, you, that's a nifty little feature. So you can you can even do that. And I think I had enabled that with several of my friends. Oops, when I would go on booty calls, so they would at least know where my phone was. And I know that this is probably overkill on my part, but I am a lone female who is divorced. So when I come home, I'm not coming home to anyone. I am an empty nester. I don't have a cat. I don't have a dog. My neighbors don't see me very often because I come and go at such odd hours. This is, this is my lifestyle. If I come up missing or dead, nobody's going to miss me for a long while. I probably shouldn't say that on the air, but How many of us are that way, especially with COVID and, you know, lockdowns and quarantines and everything? How many of us really have have the luxury of having someone around us all the time? Anyway, it's uh, that's that's my number one rule for meeting someone for the first time. And, you know, the second thing is meet them in a public place. Just meet them in a public place. All right. So that's my rules for meeting someone for the first time. No, I I really think that's a good idea to let somebody know, you know, anyway, just let somebody know. All right. Rules for texting. These are my rules for texting, you know, aside from the don't blow people up and, and stuff like that. My rules 
say what you mean and mean what you say, okay? Don't make me read between the lines. Don't make me guess at your shit. Don't make me play games. I don't play games. If you want to play games, don't text me. Okay, that's that's one of my rules. It's so hard to to figure out if somebody is joking in a text or if somebody's mad. It, it, tone is very important and it's very hard to convey in a text. So no, say what you mean, mean what you say. Don't make me guess. Use a fucking emoji. It's not that difficult. And it, it will convey what you want it to convey. So try it. When it comes to pictures, if you ask me for a picture, you're going to get a selfie and you're going to get one of probably me just smiling and that's it. You know, just what what is it? A headshot. So you're going to get a picture of me and my face and it's smiling and that's it. I I just don't do nudes. Don't ask me to do nudes. If you ask me, I'll tell you no one time. And if you ask me again, just you're probably not going to like what I have to say. So anyway, I'm not going to send nudes. I, I will send you a picture of me. Uh, my, my, my smiling self and, uh, yeah, but no nudes. All right. Ghosting. Just don't. If you stop talking to somebody, I, I don't know. Sometimes conversation just fizzles and it becomes ghosting and you don't mean it to. But if somebody is asking you, you know, sending you texts and you're deliberately not sending texts back, that's ghosting. Now, if somebody is sending you texts and you don't want to hear from them, please tell them. I would prefer to know what I did to irritate you or piss you off. Whatever the reason is that you don't want to text me anymore, I would prefer to know that reason. No reason to make it mean or or ugly or nasty, but you know, you, you can tell me, well, I find your use of the word cunt annoying. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. No harm, no foul. So yeah, no ghosting. Just don't do it. Give me a reason why you want to stop talking to me. If we both do it, that's fine. But if, if one person is obviously interested in keeping up the conversation, let the, they have a right to know. I think it's reasonable to expect somebody to be honest and say, I'm sorry, I'm just not interested in you anymore. And it's on you to take it like a grown-up. Okay. The date and the booty call rules. Now, if we make it to, let's say, Saturday, and you change your mind. Again, no ghosting, no flaking, no being a no-show. If you don't want to be there, well, you shouldn't have made the date with me or the booty call with me or whatever, but if you don't want to be there with me, just give me a fucking reason. Text me, call me, send me a carrier pigeon, an owl, whatever, however, send your best friend's brother's dog 
with a note in his mouth, but give me something. Don't just be a no-show because that means you suck and you don't want to suck. Not like that. No, no, no. All right. Now let's say that we've made it to our date or our booty call. Here are my rules for that. The first one, especially if, uh, if you have braces and if you are a middle-aged person, for some reason, once you hit the age of about 45, dude, I'm telling you, braces and middle age are hell on your breath. Fresh breath cannot be overstated. Brush your teeth, floss, eat a mint, chew a piece of gum, whatever you have to do. Uh, Get some of those Listerine dissolvable things that go on your tongue. Just, I cannot state it enough. Fresh breath, please. Please. And I'm I'm guilty of it. I know I have middle-aged breath. I know I do. And I hate it. And I try very hard not to breathe on people. And I try to have a mint or, or, or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Brush your teeth. Make sure you've got some fresh breath. Eat a mint. Wh- whatever you've got to do. Okay. You're going to be in close contact whether you're on a date or you're on a booty call. It doesn't matter which one you're on. You need to have good breath. Wash your junk, please. Wash your junk. Trim your fingernails. I want you to think about, especially if this is a booty call, I want you to think about where your fingers are going, where you want your fingers to go, where you hope your fingers are going to go. And now I want you to go trim your fingernails. Okay, enough said. All right. If we are hooking up at your place, or even if you hope that the date ends up hooking up at your place, for the love of God, toilet paper, please, I sit to pee, I need toilet paper. If you don't have toilet paper, that's fine. I am not picky. Throw some tissues in there. Throw a piece of fucking tissue paper. I don't care. A paper towel. I promise not to flush the whole thing. But yeah, I'm going to need some toilet paper. Okay, so the time has come, my babies. It is time to wrap it up. I hope you enjoyed it. Despite everything, I had a great Saturday night. I really did. Um, me and my buddy who had the uh, the harsh words... I think we came out of it a little closer than we started. You know, just life was great. I had a really good Saturday and a really good weekend, actually. So I I hope that you enjoyed the show, and I hope you understand why I called it the meh podcast. So (laughs) it's just kind of some good things and some bad things, so it balanced out to be a meh. All right. Be sure to look for me on fullswapradio.com. That's F-U-L-L-S-W-A-P-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Listen to me. Listen to one of the other programs. I guarantee you're going to have some fun. My website is slutradio.fun, and there you're going to find a whole bunch of links, my trailers, and my podcasts. Again, that's slutradio.fun. My Twitter, follow me there, at slutradio1, the number one. 
My Instagram is slut underscore radio. My Snapchat is slut radio, all one word. My Facebook is still down and out for the count. I will keep you posted on it. My Patreon has five levels to choose from. Patreon.com backslash slut radio. Choose the one that you like the best. And that's it. Join me on Friday. I will be getting ready to go on a celebratory weekend in Nashville. So you will get to help me make my plans. And I will see you then, my babies. Bye-bye.